Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. And welcome back to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast presented by Ford Champ. I am one of your hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and with me as always is Nick the Stick. Nick, you're looking good. How are you feeling? Doing all right. Hanging in there. We we're having a mild winter. Uh, but yeah, just watching golf on TV, wishing I was there at this point. Making our own downswings. Oh, yeah. Now we're just talking about it. Right, right. And yeah, we just got a we just got a little snow today. A little, well, no, yesterday. I just didn't shovel, so it seems like we got snow today. Uh, <laughs> just a little, just a little dusting though. Just a little dusting. The days they just blend together. I, at I didn't, point. I didn't feel like I needed to shovel. I looked at the weather, and it was cold today. It was like teens for most of the day today. But tomorrow it's supposed to be in like the mid mid-high 30s, so I'm figuring it'll melt. So I was like, I'm not going to shovel. I don't need a shovel. Yeah. That's like, when you live up, you know, in snow country, those are the types of decisions that, you know, you have to make. You're like, do I take my 60 degree, my 50 to 6, you know, how am I going to play this shot? It's similar to snow removal. Do I need to do it or do I not? Decisions. Yeah, do I use my shovel? Do I use my snowblower? Yeah. Do I need to do it today? Oh, no, it's still COVID, and I'm not going anywhere, and I I don't need a shovel. <laughs> right, exactly. So have you guys gotten any new snow? You guys? Uh... No, it sucks. Like, I, well, <laughs> I, I want snow. Yeah, because uh, you're, in, you're in snowboard mode right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we haven't gotten anything this year. It's been, yeah, yeah pretty, I mean, mild. I mean... Nothing below zero, but uh, I mean, I could definitely yeah. use some snow as long as it's going to be cold and I can't golf. Right. Well, you got, I mean, you got indoor simulators up there. You can, you can go you can go hit some balls, do some downswings. I did. I played with my father-in-law. We could go at uh, Pebble Beach. Oh, good old virtual Pebble Beach there. Yeah. How, that how'd you cool. do there? Good. I mean, uh, the, the the swing felt good. Not uh, not too rusty. Didn't didn't pull any uh, muscles. And uh, I mean, the ball was going where I wanted it to. But like the putting and chipping is so weird. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I never. I never turn that on. For when I do <laughs> when I do simulators, I always set it up to just auto putt. Like I'm I'm not gonna putt on that. We did like auto within ten feet. Yeah, I think it's. I think it was just auto if you're basically on the green. And yeah, just... but the, the, these ones up, up here that they had, like, so you putt, and then if you hit the line on the screen, the little yellow line, like, then it, like, it'll shoot out where it's supposed to. And it was pretty accurate. I, and I'm, I'm not confident on the distance control, but I'm really confident on that alignment. And so I, oh, was, yeah. just trying, I was just trying to hit the yellow line. I feel like, for me, it's the distance control. It just... I mean, like, it, it just is, like, weird in a simulator. Oh, yeah. Totally weird. Because they can, they can tell you, oh, it's it's eight feet or whatever, and you're like, okay, I I think I I should know what an eight-foot, you know, putting 
stroke well, feels you like. Feet and you said I was four feet short, so. <laughs> right. You're wrong. You're wrong. The price <laughs> is wrong, Bob. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you know, I, I just saw a, uh, I just saw a post, I think, earlier today. Like, this would be, if you want to actually go to Pebble Beach and, like, play the actual Pebble Beach course, like, this might actually be one of the better times to do it during during COVID because you don't have to stay at the resort. So if you're looking to, like, play it for cheaper, like, you can just you can schedule a green fee and like the green fees are pretty from what it sounded like they're pretty open right now you want to go i mean not really (laughs) 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 but like if you if you were in the area i'm saying like i don't really care to travel there (laughs) carmel california (laughs) california uh, I don't. You're I don't really. When you're driving north, <laughs> you get to like San Francisco, and you have nothing else to do with your day. I'm not. I'm not really. I'm not really interested in in taking a flight out there right now, flying into to the Bay Area and going down to Mont yeah. Mont. Mont-, Mont- well, what kind of gas mileage do you get? I, I'm not driving out there. I think. <laughs> Oh, that's right. You you're snowed in. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I've got snow. It's gonna take a day or two to melt. Uh, <laughs> now, if I, I mean, if I had unlimited vacation days, if I was unemployed right now, <laughs> with unlimited resources, with unlimited resources, yeah, I would drive out there for sure. Totally. Totally. Absolutely. But uh, but right now, at like beginning of the year. I, beginning of the year especially like i'm never really too keen on taking up vacation days especially right after the holidays because i was yeah. basically just off for like you yeah. know two we weeks just or a week up. and a half or whatever yeah yeah i mean what else are you gonna i mean what are you gonna do i mean i i'll use them for some afternoons to like if we get a fr- like or if we get some fresh powder yeah but, um yeah i'd rather save them for the summer when we can actually Right. Roll, roll some pots. Right, exactly. So, and I've got I've got some trips planned for, you know, later this year, so I got I got to make sure I got time for those. So, no Pebble go. Beach for me right now. But well, if if you're in the area, if you you're You can come up and play my simulator. It's <laughs> if if the simulator's not cutting it for you and you're in the area, yeah. Pebble Beach area. Yeah. Um wouldn't be a bad time to go play it. There you go. That's all I'm saying. Keep that in my back pocket. Yeah, or front pocket. I'm all out. Any pocket. I'll, uh, <laughs> Any pocket that's open. Yep. Speaking, so, speaking of pockets that are open, let's go over... Over our pants. I won't even. I knew you were gonna go there. I don't even <laughs> want to talk about it. I am. I'm just glad I didn't get swept again. Yeah, close, close to two straight weeks of being swept. I'm on a little bit of a roll right now. Yeah. Well, it's not like you're doing good. I'm just doing that bad. Hey, don't don't diminish my accomplishments. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I'm just calling it like I see it, Chuck. Just because I did not pick Kevin Na to win the Sony Open doesn't mean I didn't have good picks. Yeah. Just because which... the winner was 21 under and my best pick was 6 under doesn't mean I didn't have good picks. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I don't know if you saw, but, like, Kevin Na is one of the most productive members of the tour in the last, like, three years. Oh, yeah. He's been – well – yeah, he's he's been he's been one of those guys that I mean continues to kind of get himself recognition not only on the course but also like off the course. Right? How so? So like back when like Aaron Hills you know had the US Open, right? You know, especially on social media like he was the one that did like the viral video showing like how thick the fescue was and they ended up cutting it down and stuff like that. I mean, that was a couple of years ago, right? 2017. Yeah. But but like he's been pretty big like social media and um you know, walking the putts in. That was kind of like his thing. You know, he kind of got a lot of notoriety for that, but like he's also backed it up with some, you know, decent results as well during that time so he's kind of he's been a guy that is not necessarily winning um you know big events or he's not you know he's not getting major victories or anything but he's solidly in the conversation whether it be you know he, like he's 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 known right because of his success or, or comparable success on the course but then also kind of you know he's backing that up off the course as well with you know, other, other kind of bumps to his his name and recognition, essentially. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and you know, definitely agreed. And like, even on the tour, it's like, I mean, everything's measured in wins. And I just didn't realize. I mean, he he just he doesn't he, on this on this list. He doesn't have that that still that clout. I mean, he's since a January of 2018, in the last three years. He's number six in the most winningest golfers on the PGA Tour. There's DJ with eight wins, JT with six, Bryson with six, Brooks with five, Rory with five, and Kevin with four. Like, I never would have put him in that status. Like, he... And yeah, I mean, he, that's that's about, you know, it's just over a win a year. Yeah. So, like, so when you think about it, you know, that's not... That's not that much. Like, it's not like he's winning all that often. But the PGA Tour is so hard to, you know, win on Man. that, like, <laughs> winning just basically once a year or just over once a year is pretty darn good. It's just a it's, – it's such a crazy perspective when you look at that. Yeah. He just moved above Tiger, Bubba, uh, Reed, and Webb. Like – all those guys have three three wins in the last three years but so yeah kevin nah like i mean he just he's not flashy i mean i don't not like him uh he just he never really like you know moves the moves the needle for me i mean he's right just, he's steady but yeah i don't know i'm gonna have to start you're definitely gonna see me picking him a little bit more often like uh this year well well what i mean then you have, you know, not only is he a guy who's, you know, won 
four times in the last three years. But he's also known for, uh, I don't know how many years ago it is now, um, but remember when he shot a 16 on a hole? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, the, like that's kind of when – that's when I, like, first, like, heard his name and, and noticed him was when oh, that happened. more recognized for that than, like – I know. That's, other things. That's what I mean. It, it's – it's kind of funny how that works, and yet he's he's you know very successful when you look at you know the tour as a whole. Yeah, for sure. So well, it definitely makes me feel better when when I see a guy like that, a guy who wins on the PGA Tour. Look at him; he can have a bad hole. He can hit a sixteen, you know, on a hole. I mean, it was a very rare and special occasion, but like. It kind of just puts things in perspective. Like golf is a freaking hard game, and anyone can get bitten by it. So don't yeah. get don't get too harsh on yourself when something like that happens. Basically, yeah. I mean, unless you've made a sixteen on a hole, like you could still win four PGA Tour events <laughs> in three years. Yeah, it's totally possible. I mean, Kevin did it. Yeah, for sure. If Kevin can do it, you can do it. Yep. And by that, I mean get a 16 on a hole. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I don't know if you saw, one of my other uh, feel-good stories of the weekend was this uh, Chris Kirk. I don't know. Um, uh, he so he, Yeah, like, he finished second. Yeah, he's been on a six-month uh uh, medical exemption to battle uh, like alcoholism and uh, anxiety, depression, and he needed a, 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 to finish third or better this week to keep his status. Freaking and he nailed it! and did it. Yeah, like, and he knew he needed to do it. Yeah. Like, and he knows where he stands, and like, he fucking did it. And I'm like super excited for him like i just started following him following him on instagram like you're basically grand buddies now i'm rooting for this guy (laughs) yeah and talk about you know a tournament to do it at where the winning score kevin uh 21 under the the fourth place score is 19 under so like you know (laughs) It's not like there's a whole lot of room there at second and third place. So he tied for second with uh, yeah, you gotta go out and earn it. Joaquin Neiman um, at 20 under. Yeah. So like, like yeah, the pressure was on and like he did it. it like this, it, it's such kind of a bunched up. Like there's not a whole lot of space on the leaderboard. Like one shot, couple shots wrong, and you're you're going down the leaderboard quite a bit. It's yeah. pretty like but I mean it's not it's not like one of those tournaments where the you know the leader wins by a couple strokes, second place is by a couple strokes and and then maybe you have a pack of people from 5th through 15th but like the top 5 are pretty pretty well, you know, separated from the pack essentially. It's yep. pretty much like anyone's anyone's tournament for like the, most most of that tournament. Yeah, it was a tight one, and then yeah, each day, especially the weekend, you know, it's just you gotta, you gotta, the cream rises to the top. I mean, Kevin Na shot sixty-one, sixty-five to go out and win it. Like nobody gave it to him. I mean, you gotta go out and make birdies. Oh yeah, That's, yeah, 
for sure. It was a birdie barrage. Birdie barrage in Hawaii. Yeah. They were hitting bombs and making birds. <laughs> yeah, bring, your, bring your scuba tank because we're going low this weekend. We're going underneath the surface as low as possible. Yeah, all, all two weeks, both in, in Hawaii, they've just been birdie barrage. Wait, hold on. Hold on here. You got the you got these scores wrong. You got Colin Morikawa, who I picked. You have him finishing at 6-under. He finished at 18-under. 6-under was his final round score. So we might not actually know the results of the, our bets this week. What? Yeah. I don't know what you were looking at. Why you were just looking at their final round score. Oh, I just... Oh, shit. I just went through <laughs> that really quickly. So, let's see. Sung JM was your pick. Where do you finish? I mean, not, not better than... Than my guy, Colin... So I still won that one. So that one's correct. Yeah, Russell Henley, my other pick. Blah, blah, blah. 17 under. Why are you such a stickler for details? Dude, I was talking about how my picks weren't that great, but it ended up being pretty good. When you should we, do Kevin Na? Kevin Na, 21. I was just messing with you. To oh, see my God. I was just messing with you to see if you were like, you were trying to you were trying to make me humble. I don't want to be humble. I wanna I want sweeps. <laughs> I wanna dominate. I just I just watched a, a documentary on Vince Lombardi. I'm here to win. Eighteen under, seventeen under. I mean, those are pretty darn good picks. Then what about the bringing up the rear? Did did uh are those the same? I don't My know. My Aaron Badley. How did Aaron finish? How did Aaron finish? Well, my guy still missed the cut, so it doesn't change oh, that's, the okay. all right. at all. Not at all. Your, your picks got better. Mine got <laughs> less worse. <laughs> I mean, still haven't found him. I had I had two guys make make the cut. Right. He finished it. My my Aaron Bailey finished at eleven under. He had a pretty darn good week, and I said he would finish last. How dumb was I? How dumb was I? Dumb man. Aaron showed me up. He was probably listening. Yeah. Wanted to prove with, me wrong with his bad haircut and all. I mean, I'm not saying it was a bad haircut. He just has a ridiculous profile pick. And that's how I pick these things. I mean, look at, look, I mean, just look at that picture. It's so bad. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Anyhow, so I win oh, this week yeah. again. No big deal. Yeah. You still won a couple. You didn't, but you didn't win them all. No. No. I'm glad you finally caught how I was testing you. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to catch that. Yeah, I can never trust you again. I don't know I don't know how many times I've said that. But <laughs> this is definitely not the first time. I should have learned by now. Come on now. Come on. 
Come on. Well, do you want to make our picks for this week? Yeah, let's uh, let's make our picks for this week. We got the American Express tournament at PGA West Stadium in La Quinta, California. La Quinta. La Quinta. Good old Pete Dye course with that island green with all the rocks and stones, the Alcatraz. Such a weird, weird looking hole to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really the biggest fan of how that hole looks, but it's it's iconic. It's just it looks kind of. I don't know. Yeah. Well, so is Alcatraz. Doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> well, Alcatraz is closed. PJ West is still open. At like. It doesn't. Yeah, I didn't reference open or closed. I just. I'm just. I mean, I'm just saying. There's a reason why Alcatraz is closed. Maybe they should think about it for PGA West. Just saying. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> People who've played there are probably like, oh, it's a lot like better than that. Like How dare you? Whole, you don't like the whole course, huh? <laughs> I haven't played there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's a great course. And people are probably pissed, right. pissed at me for, for saying that it should get closed. Okay. Well. It is. To be honest, though, I have played it. Again, I get to pick first? Yes, you do. I, I do want to say I have played the course in the video games. Oh, well, then that's like the same. It's pretty much the same thing. Um, I don't know. Like, from what I can remember, it's it's got some weird hole layouts it's um I think it's one of those courses probably probably doesn't doesn't look that great on TV and in a video game but probably playing it it's uh, it's a lot better than than that so I will I will uh take back kind of what I said I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna yeah. You're like Justin Thomas. You're kind of walking it back. He uh, he had some sponsors drop out on him. Oh yeah. That. Oh, Ralph Lauren did. Um, did. Who else did? Did anybody else? That's I, all I heard of. But that's okay. a big one. That was a big one. That was like, like his primary sponsor. Primary apparel sponsor. Yeah. It, you know it, it's funny though because like when you. You got a guy like Justin Thomas, and when you compare him with his buddies, and remember when they kind of first were, or they were younger, and, you know, kind of the darlings on tour, you know, him and Jordan Spieth and uh, Ricky Fowler, and then, um, um, what's his name? Man, I'm, I'm blanking. Anyhow. But you look at like the sponsors for um, oh. no, not Bubba, um, Smiley, Smiley Coffin. Oh. Um, you look at like the sponsors for like Ricky Fowler. You know, he's Puma, right? It's kind of like the kind of like hip, kind of cool type of clothing or whatever. Um, you know, like clothing that would draw you know the younger audience then you have jordan spieth with right now yeah i've got some puma 
Puma on right now. I, I told you, I'm a I'm a rookie guy. Young hip. Like you, I, you know, I am young. I am. You're the fresh millennial audience they're going after. <laughs> That's why I'm here. That's why I'm on this podcast to really draw in the younger crowd. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but and then you had you had Jordan Spieth who you know signed with Under Armour, which is you know an athletic brand and you know youth and and that's you know when it when it was first on the scene when Under Armour was first on the scene it was pretty is pretty like kind of breaking barriers a little bit in the athletic scene yeah. now pretty much every company has that style of clothing and apparel but yeah and then you and then you have JT who's got Ralph Lauren which is like the complete opposite or at least from what I it, like it's not in that same kind of grouping it's not as young fresh and hip it's like you know older more you know preppy or more uh you know um rich i guess i would say it, it's it's just a different style it's not like a nike it's not like an under armor it's not like an adidas or a puma or or whatever it's like who all has ralph lauren as a sponsor on the pga tour Davis Love. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, it's not like you don't. That's cool. You look at all, you know, all the young guys with like, you know, Tiger and and uh, and the young guys are um, Cameron Smith and and um, just a Brooks Kepka, a bunch of like Nike, you know, got a big like grab hold of like youth and kind of like the cool crowd you know yeah it's 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 just like when i look at jt like ralph lauren as a as a sponsor on the pga tour when you look at all the other like good players out there um it's just an oddball it's weird (laughs) so it'll be interesting to see what happens from here on out with with him if somebody picks him up like a I'm just kind of disappointed in them. Like, I mean, he, I mean, it was kind of a, just a Freudian slip of his. And then like, I mean, he owned up to it right away. And like, I did, mean, did he though? <laughs> I mean, he kind right of, after the round, I thought he said, you know, I, I screwed up. I shouldn't have said it. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't, I thought it was in his post round interview. He, he owned up to it. And it's like, you know, maybe they could find him and then just be like, you know, he's on probation. Like to just drop <laughs> on probation. Um, yeah, I guess I don't. I don't know. I don't. Uh, he owned up to it right away. Yeah, I don't. I didn't actually watch the press conference, but just yeah. it. It seemed like. It seemed like it got mixed reaction from what I heard, and and I could be you know. I could be wrong, I guess, but it seemed like, you know, he, he apologized, but he didn't like really apologize, you know. Oh, I but I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch it. I'll have to go back and watch it. So maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that, and maybe, maybe he did truly apologize and, and won't I ever do it did. again. I mean, I, he did is better than a lot of other athletes that just he got, he made a mistake. He said the wrong thing, and he just went in and said, "Yeah, I said it. I'm really, really sorry. I should never say that." I mean, yeah. yeah, that's my bad. 
Like, I didn't know. I mean, obviously in this day and age of everybody's mic'd up all the time, like. Yeah, you know, and that's, that's kind of the thing that I laugh at when people, especially like in other sports, say like football or, or hockey or, or whatever, where fans like, oh, I would pay to just have, you know, no announcers and just hear what the players are saying. I'm like, you don't want to hear what they're saying because it's not going to be good. <laughs> like, there's going to be a bunch of stuff like that. Um, like, it would never happen. <laughs> like, especially yeah. nowadays with social media and everything. Yeah. Like, it would just... Any little out-of-context thing will blow up and just... Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, well, I was last, so I'll... Yeah, let's let's actually do our picks here. <laughs> You won, so I'm going to start us off with a uh, little Patrick Cantley. Uh, I okay. like him uh, coming down uh, in this. I think he's just uh, he's ready. He's a California guy in the prime of his career. Um, I'm going to start us off with that. Who you got? Patrick Cantley. That is that is a pick right there. Um, you know. I think I'm gonna go. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here, I, I gotta go with my boy. I'm gonna go with Ricky. I just, I just talked with him. Gonna go with him. All right. Well, bring it back. Who's your second pick? Go with another guy I just kind of mentioned. We'll go with uh, Cameron Champ. Nice. We got the hip. This week's the hip team. All right, I'm going to go youngster that I like, uh, Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler, all right. And then let's do our Trunk Slammers of the Week. Go ahead and start that. I'm sure you might need a couple seconds to look at some profile picks. Yes. That, I mean, that's what I'm doing. Cause that's that's really the barometer when, you, when you're going to look at someone who's going to finish last. It's most likely because... Their profile picks not up to snuff. It's like they, you know, they went out, you know, out in town the night before, woke up ten minutes before their their profile shot, rushed to it, didn't shower or anything. I gotta, I gotta find a, If you know who you want, you can have it. <laughs> um, I, I can't find the profile picks. Well, I can find them. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Tim Wilkinson. Get old Timmy. All right. I'm go with Josh Teeter. Josh Teeter. All right. Okay. Right. Oh, I got it. So, picks for this week: the American Express at at PJ West at La Quinta is uh, Nick's got Patrick Cantley against my Ricky Fowler. Nick's got Scotty Scheffler against my Cameron Champ, and then bringing up the rear, Nick's uh, feeling a bad week for Josh Teeter. While I am thinking uh, Tim Wilkinson is going to be slamming that trunk pretty darn hard. 
So, we shall see. Do I get another win this week? No. This is my week. Or does Nick break through for his first win of 2021? I'll just have to wait and find out. Arno Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. 